Hi guys, welcome back to 30 something where we're just a couple friends spilling the tea on being 30. <laughs> I hope everyone has had a really good week. Today we have a lot to talk about. So grab your tea. Mine is just like filled with liquid IV water. <laughs> That's where we're at today. But hey guys, I am Melissa Edie. I am a makeup artist and author of the book Held. I'm a two-time cancer survivor and an amputee. And this nostalgic thing I wanted to talk about today was Hilary Duff, um, all of her CDs that were like coming up. I think, what was the one called that I was like thinking about? It was um, like what, uh, like coming clean or something like that. Like, like it was so good. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, she's like, so she's good. so, she's like so into it too. Like, I just remember like so desiring to be Hillary Duff, like at that time in my life. Like, I thought her outfits were so cool. Oh my God. I just thought she was like the coolest thing on earth. So I was going through some like old save it boxes. They're all at my parents. And uh, I have like three of her CDs. It's pretty rough, guys. <laughs> Gonna send it over to Callie. Hi, I'm Callie. Um, so for, so, oh, my career. Um, <laughs> I am an author of two books, Hang in There, Girl, and Dear Future Husband, um, which just came out. So check it out, guys. Woo-hoo! And uh, also history teacher for Western Civ in U.S. history. So enjoying my summer vacay right now. And I, I like, honestly, like I like legitimately like actually miss the kids. Like because, you know, they become part of your life and then you're like, oh, they're gone, you know. Um, so instead of nostalgia, I was going to do the the modern Hillary Duff. So I have really been, I, I we love her. We really do. I've been enjoying her show. I think it's in the second season now. It's like towards the end of How I Met Your Father. So it's kind of like a sequel series to How I Met Your Mother. But it's honestly, in my opinion, Hillary Duff like or Lizzie McGuire but in your 30s so two things I I one she's like 36 but she plays a 30 year old in the show she she can own it I'm like girl I believe you you can tell me you're 25 I believe you you know like so, <laughs> but I love it because it's kind of a, I don't know it, it feels like a 30 something show um but they always end up in like all these like shenanigans and stuff and these kind of like predicaments and like but then there's like actual content and stuff too. So I've been loving it. And it comes on Tuesdays on Hulu. And I every Tuesday morning, I'm like, yes, I get another one. <laughs> it feels like I've been given like a little piece of candy and I'm like, yay. <laughs> so and I'm so I haven't happy. had a show like that in a while. Me that too. I'm like, yeah. I mean, there's parts of it I don't love or you know, whatever. But right. overall, I actually have thoroughly enjoyed the show. So that's I my love that. I'll have to I'll have to watch it because like I'm a big Hillary Duff fan. And I do think she looks great for being like, I mean, 30s is not old by any means. Like, let's just get that clear. But she really does look like she's still in her 20s, which is like amazing. Even her outfits in the show were great. And I'm like, man, I wish I was that cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so the show covers jump in. like relationships of all types, which is what we're talking about today. So Melly, you want to take the first leap of what we're talking about relationships. Yes. And I do apologize, guys. It is that season of allergies. I feel like I don't even sound like myself. Like, 
I like if we compared the last episode to to right now, it probably sounds so different, but the allergies have got me. Uh, so today, yeah, we're going to touch uh, actually the next couple uh, episodes are going to be going over relationships because let's be real. It's like a pretty big like it's it's a lot of stuff that we can dive into. Um, so the first thing is I was thinking like we should talk about like our relationship with our parents, like now that we're in our 30s, because um, for me personally, I'm the middle kid of five. And we were homeschooled. So we had a lot of like interaction with our parents. And then when I was going through chemotherapy, my mom was with me and she was like, bomb. I mean, she was awesome. Like she was, you know, on top of everything. She literally, I don't, I mean, I was 14, 15 years old. So of course I I couldn't have done it on my own, but she was very, very present But then it's so cool to see how like as I've gotten into my 30s and I am really like an individual person just doing like my own life now, it is cool to look back and be like, wow, like it really does change as you get older because they go from being your parent, your caregiver, your provider to like legit your friend, your, your uh, confidant, you know, and you can start things that I would never have talked to my parents about when I was younger. I feel so much more comfortable talking to them about now, because they come at it from less of a parent aspect of it to more of like, well, this is my advice to you as a friend, if that makes sense. Yeah, I totally second that. Like, it's been the, I mean, honestly, my parents are my best friends. Like, I mean that so genuinely. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I had this weekend with my dad the other week um, where we hung out and we enjoy so many of the same things, but we went to this record store and like, we're going through all the records and stuff. And then we went to this woodworking shop right after and got a woodworking project. I saw that. Yeah. And so we came home. And the entire day was like sitting on the floor listening to records. And then we built a birdhouse and I was like, I could die happy. You know, like it was so much fun, but I was thinking, man, my dad is like my best friend, like, cause we had mm-hmm. so much fun. And I, I think, you know, going into your thirties, like you were saying, like there is that kind of like friendship aspect, but I think too, I think it changes and shifts where I have really seen my parents as, I want to say like, the humanity of them. Um, because when you're growing up, you look at them and you're like, mom and dad are invincible. They right. fix everything. Like you said off air, like they're superheroes. And I think when you get into your twenties and thirties, you realize that cape kind of comes off and you're like, man, they are so strong and incredible because they're trying to figure out how to do life just like I am. And they make, you know, they do a good job of, mm-hmm. of, I don't want to say hiding it, but like they do a good job of going with the flow and it's encouraging. But like, as you progress into your thirties, I think you have more of a respect for man. They're just trying to figure it out like me. Yeah. Yeah. And that's been really cool just to see the humanity side of it. Um, and, and enjoy that, you know, enjoy that side of it. So, yeah. yeah. And I think like the thing is like, everyone's going to have different relationships, right? Like, like, you know, I've had friends who don't have good relationships with their parents and, and that's because of decisions maybe their parents made, maybe they made. Um, But I can say like, just like Callie, like my mom 
I've just grown, my dad too, absolutely. The respect for them has shifted. You know, when you're younger, you're like, they just want to take everything away. They just want to punish me. Like, like they don't get it. They don't get being like 15 years old. Like, which is so dumb, you know, but like, I have so much more mad respect for them. Like understanding the times that they had to, I mean, growing up, my, my dad, like, he was our sole provider because my mom was a stay-at-home mom and she homeschooled us and she was with us. But like the weight of the world on his shoulders as like a business fell through, which impacted his other business. And we were really in a low place, but what financially, but let me tell you, like the kids didn't really know that. And it was like, my dad was carrying the weight of his, the world on his shoulders. And yet we really, we weren't feeling the fear that I'm sure was like going in on the inside of him um, because he hit it so well. And he made sure that we felt protected and safe and he did whatever he could to make sure there was food on the table. But then with my mom, like having gone through like my sick years with her and um, now being in my thirties and I look at her and I have such respect for her faith and just the fact that like she's been through it and having to watch her kids go through stuff and it never rattled her faith. I think that was what I, I really saw myself being like, I want that. Like, I really, I want to have that faith that doesn't get rattled, like through anything, you know, like that beautiful faith. And she's just really, and I know it sounds cheesy and I know that not everyone can relate and that's okay. Um, My cat's about to jump up onto my, my notes, but um. Like she really is like my best friend. And I, I I feel really honored that I can say that. And like, even if like it sounds cheesy and cliche, like it really is something I hold really tightly to. Um, yeah, it's it's really cool to see how like it shifts. And just like Callie said, like you go from being like they're superheroes and they never have any problems. So why do I have problems? To like, oh no, it's just, everyone has problems. It's just, they were like, they were trying to hide that from us so that we didn't feel the burden, you know? So I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think, (laughs) I think that ties into with like kind of the idea of like friendships with your siblings too. Mm -hmm. Um, I think definitely. So I have a brother who's five years younger than me, five and a half years younger. Um, and it's been interesting to see our relationship change too. Um, I, I would say, I think we, we have <laughs> like, we didn't like fight, fight, you know, there's like no brawls, but like, you know, I think you definitely have that kind of hanging out with them as a lot more special, um, mm. planned occasion. Um, and I think too, like my relationship with my brother has changed in that, like, he's the only person who really knows what it was like to grow up in our parents' home you know? Um, Mm. and yeah, there was like almost six years without him, but you know, we, I've been in his life, his whole life and kind of gone through that. So I think it's an interesting dynamic just seeing us as adults and our careers doing things. Um, but still having a lot of those childhood, you know, some wounds, some good memories, some Mm. of those different things and being able to, I dare say, I think your siblings are some of the only people that like, there's a certain version of you 
that no one else ever gets to know. That's a good point. And your siblings do. And I've thought about that even in the idea of like one day, you know, if I were to get married, my husband wouldn't even know that version of me. He wouldn't know that, you know, angsty teenager (laughs) version of me, like, like my brother did, or he wouldn't know some of the things that we face together as kids um, Mm. or the dynamics or, you know, quirks of our parents and stuff like that. And so I think it's been interesting seeing like as adults, how our relationship has changed. But I think too, just um, the gratitude of like, you know, they're around all the time when you're kids. And so they're annoying. And then as adults, I honestly, I cherish the time I get with my brother, like one-on-one. And sometimes he'll call me and he's like one of the only people that like, no matter what I have going on, I drop everything Mm -hmm. on his call. Cause I'm like, Mm -hmm. no, no, no. He only calls me when he needs like, he's like a real one is what he says. He's like, I need a real one. And I'm like, okay. like <laughs> so I so love that. Or whatever. But I think like, you know, think about like evolution of parents relationship, but I think siblings ones too. But Melly, you have far more siblings than I do. So what's your... I feel like there's like a thousand of us, which is ridiculous. Cause I know that like we have a big family, but it's not like the biggest of the big families, you know, but... I will say one thing really interesting is that so um, I feel like I need to give a layout, but it's not really important. But like I have an older, the oldest is my sister, Jessica. And then two years under her is Dan. Five years under him is me. And then two years under me is Michael. Two years under Michael is Justin. So one second, I have to call. I feel like you guys are like the non- yours mine and ours like version of the Brady Bunch though like you guys could totally do that like pose on like the staircase we could but isn't the Brady Bunch like about mixed fa- like a mixed no 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 that's what I'm saying like like it's it's not like a yours mine and ours kind of situation where yeah, yeah. no but like they oh, all small and you didn't even know like that they weren't blood related because they oh um, yeah but like but like it's not like you guys do have a big family but it's not like massive family where you're like overwhelmed because like I've been around when you yeah. guys are all there and I'm like this is great you know <laughs> I know it's so funny my mom's always checking in on how Callie's doing and like whenever Callie comes over she's just like part of the family she's just a sixth kid it's really funny but like with my siblings it's funny because so Jessica is seven and a half years older than me but she like I feel so bad guys like she always wanted a little sister And so she was like, really like drawn to me. Like she wanted us to be close. She wanted us to match clothing. She wanted us to be basically, I mean, like same interests, everything. And we're very, very opposites. We, we, I'm introverted. She's extroverted. That's like the first thing that, you know, is like, you know, that's going to be a problem. And there's just a lot of things that we butted heads with when we were younger, because I was like, don't smother me. I want to be free, you know? And like, I got really close to my brother, Michael, who's right under me. Um, and we were best friends in high school And it is kind of crazy. I'm, you know, 31 years old now, and I am not really close to Michael anymore. And it really breaks my heart. But the reasons being is we just, we grew apart. And then on top of that, like, he decided that, like, if I was not going to choose to 
think the same way he did on things that I wasn't really worth his time. And that is one thing like getting older that can happen is people can be like, you know, what? I don't really want to waste my time if you're not going to really like agree with me on this or that, you know. So actually, as I've gotten older, I got closer to Jessica Um and now I feel like she's like, oh, I got the sister I always wanted, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but we've really like she's like your brother, Gordon, like to where she calls me. I'm like, OK, I'm going to answer because like I know she, you know, calls me when she needs me or or like if she just wants to even just talk. Um, so it's so funny how like relationships with your siblings can like. Like they can be one way when you're younger they can stay that way or they can totally swap. Like I really thought like that I'd be best friends with my, cause we were very similar. Me and Michael, we were like the same person and we had the same Huber, Huber. Wow, guys, my allergies are killing me right now, but humor. Um, we were very similar. And, me, and like I said, me and Jessica are, are opposites, but we've actually gotten so much closer. And um. Yeah, I love coming from a big family because you do have a bunch of friends, but you also have a bunch of fights and uh, disagreements and and all those things that come with having a lot of people in a small house, you know, so. But yeah, and I think like we kind of know where this is going, but chatting about just friendships in your 30s versus before then. And I'm going to pass this to, to Cal because I know she has some thoughts on it. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting with friends because I think while you're in your 30s, you know, you have a section of your friends who are married, they're having babies, stuff like that. You have another section of friends who who aren't, you know, they're not married yet. They're maybe in the same life season as you, you know, they're focused on career, just different things like that. And so it's interesting, those dynamics and how that shifts and change. Because I think in your 20s, at least for me, I know as introverted as I am, like there were time periods where I had a friend group where like we were hanging out often. Um, we were doing mm-hmm. things, you know, one, two, three times a week. And now it's like, you want to schedule to see a friend and it's like, you have to plan like months in advance. Um, Cause even if they don't have kids or they're not married, like it's just a lot to kind of plan out. Um, and so I appreciate, and I love the aspect of having texting and stuff like that. Cause you do have those friends that you check in with every day. Melly, you and I, mm-hmm. like, we check in daily yeah. and I appreciate that. Every day. Yeah. I'd say you and, like, one other friend are, like, pretty much, like, my, like, main, like, daily check-in. And then you have, like, a couple other mm-hmm. that, like, but I think the biggest thing I have um, experienced here recently, and I have seen friends of mine experience here recently is, like, friend breakups mm-hmm. um, has been a big thing. And I experienced that back a couple months ago. And honestly, that has been a very unexpected life change, um, like in my thirties in general. And I don't know if it, I don't really think it has to do necessarily with age, but I do think that there is a dynamic that changes and, um, you know, it's a lot different than in your twenties because in your twenties, I think there's almost a little bit more accessibility for friends, you know, and I think a lot of that has to do with job hopping too. In your twenties, mm. you're hopping jobs a little bit more, you're working at different places. And so you have more opportunity to meet people. Um, and then in your thirties, you're a little more established, you know, you're a little more set in your ways. Yeah. So it's harder, um, when you're kind of going through that transition, but I noticed it. And the reason I brought it up for podcast was my, I had a cousin who's one of my besties, um, went through like the same thing. And I was like, huh, maybe this is a little more common than 
anticipated. So Millie, what do you think on it? Yeah, well, I will say I have been pretty blessed because my best friend in the entire world, I've literally known her 31 years, which is kind of insane. Like, I don't think a lot of people like have that. Um, And it's been really cool to, to see her like evolve as well as me and like how our relationship has changed and, and grown. And she got married at 23 and I swore guys, I was like, all my friends were getting married at 23. I was like, that's when I'm going to get married. Like that's the age you get married. Right. It's 23. And, um, and then she's, you know, she's been married ever since and she has a baby. Um, he's like now two years old. Like it's so crazy because we are in very different places of our lives, but we're still best friends, you know? Um, but one thing I've just noticed is based off of like high school to college, I just kind of wanted to be friends with everyone. I wanted everyone to feel included. I want, which I still don't get me wrong. I still want that. I want everyone to feel included, but I like, I would go out of my way. Like if someone I barely knew, like maybe they were an acquaintance, they were like, do you want to get coffee? Do you want to like catch up? I don't know a lot of people in the area, or maybe that wasn't even the case. They just wanted another friend. I would always do it. <clears throat> and I just kind of burnt myself out because I was just trying to be friends with everyone. And as I got older and I realized just like that actually the healthiest thing for me was making sure that I did value my alone time. Um, my friend group got way smaller, like to the point I can count it on a hand, you know, a hand and a half. And you really, really value those friendships and you take them very seriously. You make sure that you're checking in on those people. I've definitely failed at being a good friend just because at the same time, you are also figuring out like how to shuffle your entire adult life, which I think everyone understands that struggle, but definitely like the, the relationships are more intimate and, and those are the people that really have seen you at your best and your worst. And they've chosen to stay with you or leave you, you know, like you, you know, that they have your back. Mm -hmm. Um, I have like, Callie and then another friend that I talk to every single day and then you know I just have my girls that like whenever something big happens I know that I can go to them and talk to them so it's like it is really (coughs) I'm so sorry guys for this cough but it's it's much more intimate it's a lot smaller but in a way it's like there's more um I'm trying to think of the word but it's it just has it holds more uh, why do I keep wanting to say it holds more juice? I think like, what does that mean? Why, why would I, why was I going to say it holds more juice? It it holds more substance. Yeah. That's it. Like, cause I think you care. (laughs) Those relationships are deeper, you know, like I feel like in your twenties, you kind of have like, oh yeah you know, and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then I, I don't know. I kind of feel like there's almost a pruning time, you know, and it's, it's not even something yeah. you do. It just life kind of happens. And you find that like, you're then like kind of have like your garden of friends that are like the deep root ones, you know? Yeah. 
you you know, it's so funny. I keep seeing this thing like all over social media where it's like, you know, it's like your best friend when you talk on different platforms. And like that is where I am with all my friends. I think you and me, we talk sometimes on Snap. We talk on <laughs> Instagram. We talk every day through text. And yep. it's the same way. Like I'm talking through all of my, like my small circle of people, like through all of these different like news of stuff. And they're all very different conversations. Like Snap is usually like a photo of Lord of the Rings or like a movie we're watching. And then Instagram is like, like videos about like, hold on to the promises that are coming, you know, those kind of like things. And then like texting is like, I'm having a bad day or like, you know, something like that. Like, yeah. We texting is where we lay it all out. You you are my friend that like <laughs> when I do a movie, like I'll like rewind the scene and I'll put like some weird mm-hmm. shit on it. And yeah, you're you're one of the I love that. And like here's my like weird, like I don't know, I almost like making a meme somehow. Yes, it's a meme. And it's, it's so like good. here I'm put this like weird caption, but this scene will fit on this. And you like <laughs> Yeah. I love it. It I always know, makes my day. The Lord of the Rings ones with Gollum. There's some funny ones. There's always something good oh with Gollum. So, uh, yeah, it's you know, like it, it does. It changes as you get older because, like, life starts happening, you know. And you also, oh my gosh, we we kind of were talking about this, like the trust issues. Yeah. From like, if you think about your relationships in high school and college, and you think about like kind of the, the things that try to wiggle their way into your life from other people really causes some trust issues moving forward. And so like when you have that group of people that, you know, like I can trust you if I tell you the worst thing that I've done, it's like, that doesn't come easy. So like finding those people, especially in your thirties, when you're not really meeting new people, like, why is it so hard to make friends? Like when you're 30, like you get really like, just like focused on like your your own life you know you're not like going to coffee shops or bars to like meet friends like I know it's a different it really is a different dynamic but I think it has to do a lot with just like I don't know like we were saying like even just kind of like you know you're in a a, you're a little more established to where you are and so it's almost foreign to like meet a new friend and if you do, it's like, I mean, maybe through church or something like that, but it's just it like, it almost feels kind of weird. Like I, even there was this new girl at church recently and she seems really cool. Um, but I was like, I, I like literally kind of forgot, like, how do I like initiate wanting to be her friend? I'm just kind of like, hi. Um, so would you like to like get coffee sometime? Cause I think we would be friends, you know, like <laughs> that was so awkward. I was so awkward trying to say this. And I'm like, Callie, what is your problem? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. That was oh my fun. gosh. And I'm like, yeah. mentally, I'm like, Callie, that you did a better job in kindergarten. Like in kindergarten, you were just kind of like, I like your shoes. Do you want to go on this, you know, sit on the swings? You know, like that was like even better than like, I didn't even give her a compliment. I was just <laughs> like, I was just oh, like, you look out. cool to so, me. Let yeah. us gets coffee it's it's so hard Friends. and like yeah like the more people I talk to about this like it's not just like a you know it's like a lot of people go through this basically and and uh 
you're either kind of like, I don't have time to like build a friendship right now, which kind of sucks, but like we've all yeah, been there, right? Or it's like, you don't even know how to start because you haven't had to make a new friend. For me, it's like my best friend's 31 years. Like, I like, you know, you're like, how do I, we were born and we were in the nursery and that's how our friendship started, you know? Or there's but, a, like you said, with the trust issue, kind of like, can I... Yeah can I trust this person? Like, you know, like, mm. you know, kind of like, am I going to get burned? And I think when you yeah. have friend breakups, you almost don't even know how to navigate that, like the after, you know, because you're like, well, can I trust you know, the thing for me, so. the biggest thing I think I've learned, like literally, actually it was just last year. So in my thirties, the biggest thing I've learned is like, I don't have to be an open book to everyone in order to, to create a, a deep, relationship does that make sense like I feel like I was trying to be an open book to like every person that I did get coffee with and there was this girl that I like really tried to (laughs) just become friends with and and I was like sharing with her different like aspects of my life and and um just like hard things I had gone through and then I found out immediately she was telling another friend of ours Mm. and like that feels very young to me, like young minded to, but also was it young of me, young minded of me to be so open? You know, it's like one of those things where you really have to learn who you can trust and not everyone is going to be trustable, you know? And, and also you have to think about if that friendship, like with the friendship breakups, like that person might know like so much like about you and you're just kind of like all right well we're not friends anymore but you have like um there's this song called storage and I'm like yeah you have all that iCloud storage of like stuff about me yeah no because you kind of like you expect like when you start dating somebody that like it's either gonna work out or it's not you know so you kind of like hold your breath like for always yeah you know and then but with friends you don't do that you kind of give them this like no I'm gonna like tell you all my secrets, you know, kind of thing. And like, I saw this thing that was like this one girl was meeting her best friend's new boyfriend. And and she was like, you know, like, okay, well, no matter what, I'm going to be at her wedding as maid of honor, Mm -hmm. but you being at the wedding, we're going to see how the afternoon goes, you know, kind of like, you know, and I thought that was funny, but I was thinking about that recently with, um, you know, kind of the breakup with my best friend where we, she has all this, you know, things I've never told anyone else. And I'm like, man, mm. like, yeah, like she's got all this iCloud storage of me with like the password protect. And I'm like, I don't know how I feel about her having all that information. And it's not yeah. like she can just erase her brain with it either. And, right. and that was just something really unexpected. And I'm still trying to find the reason why, you know, within, but I think that's part of, yeah. the of it. And I think too, just, I think part of the, finding somebody trustworthy, it's like, okay, that just because that happened doesn't mean I can't trust again. It doesn't mean that someone else, yeah. might, someone else isn't one that is a safe yeah. place. Um, but then in the same way, is it a safe place, you know, kind of, and I think that's where you have to work on discernment, but. Yeah. Discernment and, and just wisdom moving forward as like, we got to protect ourselves, but we also don't want to protect ourselves so much that we lose out on like some really beautiful friendships. Like just having the discernment, I think is the the biggest thing. And 
I, I know we're kind of ending on like a heavy note because uh, we started with like, oh, our parents are our best friends. And now we're here like, trust no one. <laughs> like, no, but I think it's just uh, hopefully this is stuff we can all take away and like be like think about like, you know. Um, our next couple episodes are going to be going over relation, more relationship stuff. So definitely please tune in if this was something you found interesting. Mm-hmm. We do have a YouTube if you want to see our faces and like, yeah. So thank you so much for joining us today where we are 30, flirty and kind of surviving. Uh, we will see you on our next episode. Peace out, y'all.